Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 67 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look yet some softcore crimes. I'm Leroy Luna. I'll be your host. I have a penis. Some of you may not know that about me. And today I'll be coming at you straight out of my closet to talk about a crime involving a body part I don't know all that much about. Vaginas. If you're unfamiliar with the word vagina, you may know it by a different name. Beaver, snatch, box, honeypot, ladyflower, coin purse, twat, muff, lady bits, vag, poon, hot pocket, bearded clam, pink taco, panty hamster, fur burger, or simply beef curtains. I know some of you out there have your kids listen along with you because we cover petty crimes and don't get into the crazy violent happenings in the true crime realm, and I appreciate that. But you may want to have them sit this one out, as it could get awkward. It probably already has. Damn it. I probably should have thrown in that disclaimer before I said front butt and fanny and all those other slang terms. Oh well, live and learn, baby. Hey, at least I left a couple of the more vulgar ones out. At least for now. (laughs) Thinking of all the parents scrambling for the stop button as I rattle off 20 different words for vagina in a matter of 15 seconds makes me laugh. Life is good. Okay, we got some good stuff to get into, so let's let's get into it. We'll start off with a couple of jokes, compliments of upjoke.com. The first one here. Oh, this one's good. What do you call a police officer with a shaved vagina? Let's see if I can pronounce this right here. Cuntstubble. (laughs) Cuntstubble. Oh, man. All right, what else we got here? Hey, so I was watching the vagina monologues the other day. 
I had it on mute, but I still understood the plot. Yeah, it's a good thing I can read lips. Alright everybody, hop in the minivan and let's cruise these suburban streets as I serenade you with more tales of low-level true crime. Don't worry my friends, I promise to get you back home before it's that time of the month. Episode number 67, Vaginal Vixen. Pussy. It's a name I've been called several times in my life. It's meant to be an insult, to question my manhood, my physical prowess. I used to be offended by it, but not anymore. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. In fact, I now wear it as a badge of honor. Pussies are tough. They can take a beating. Babies come out of them. They truly are one of life's miracles. They can take a licking and keep on ticking. That's actually a really funny line, considering the nature of our story. Just keep that in mind. Vaginas have many uses. I'm not going to sit here and rattle them all off for you, but trust me, they do. And after listening to this episode, you will have no choice but to agree. Okay. Our story takes us to Miami Beach, which is a South Florida island city with a population of about 90,000 people. Some celebrities, past and present, who've called Miami Beach home are boxing legend Floyd Money Mayweather. He paid $18 million for a beachfront mansion there just last year. Nine bedrooms, ten bathrooms. That's a lot of shitters. Not bad at all. Cher lived there back in the 90s. Dwayne Wade... Matt Damon, Jennifer Lopez, Ricky Martin currently shakes his bonbon there, and Shakira's hips don't lie in an 8,700-square-foot residence there as well. I'm sure those celebs are all living or lived in extremely nice-gated communities or neighborhoods, though. Miami Beach is beautiful, but that doesn't mean it escapes its fair share of crime. Oh no, quite the contrary. In fact, we got a real winner here, folks. Our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com give Miami Beach a 1 on the crime index, meaning it's only safer than 1% of U.S. cities. That's impressive. Chances of becoming a victim of a violent crime are 1 in 124 compared to 1 in 258 for the rest of Florida. Chances of becoming a victim of a property crime are only 1 in 16. Yikes. And our crime kind of falls into both categories here. So let's travel back to the night of January 8th, 2019. It said Tuesday. And it will roll on through into Wednesday, January 9th as well. Businessman Ramon Diaz is out for a night on the town. The handsome, clean-shaven, bushy-eyebrowed 46-year-old is having lots of drinks. Dancing. He's out for a good time. And this is at Mango's Tropical Cafe. This place sounds sick. It's located at 900 Ocean Drive and is described as... 
a restaurant slash nightclub with cocktails, live Latin music, and entertainment until 5 a.m. Crazy hours. It opens at 4 p.m. on weeknights and noon on weekends. It's free to get in before 9 p.m. After that, there is a $10 to $20 cover charge, depending on how busy it is. Sounds like a happening place. I've never been, so unfortunately, I can't give you a first-hand account of what it's like at Mango's, but fortunately for us, it has 2,990 Google reviews with a 4.2-star average rating. So let's hear about it from the people, shall we? Five stars three months ago from Big Nick. This place has all the goods. Great atmosphere, great service, great entertainment, great food. You will not be disappointed. The wings were delicious. The Caesar salad was great. Nick, man, you need a thesaurus. Let's mix up those descriptive words. And the beef barbacoa tacos were phenomenal. There you go. The live entertainment is a plus. I had a super time. This was recommended by a friend, and I am glad I listened. It's a must-stop, if ever, in Miami. All right, what else we got? Tamar, five stars, four months ago. I came here for dancing and drinks with three girlfriends of mine on a Thursday night. We didn't make a reservation and ended up sitting at the bar, which was just as enjoyable. Drinks. I ordered the Coco Loco Martini, which was kind of strong for me, but it worked out because I sipped it. We also ordered several rounds of shots. I, to be honest, don't recall what kind, but they were sweet. Those are the best kind of shots, the ones you don't remember. <laughs> know what I'm saying? Service. Bartender was super attentive, friendly, and seemed to enjoy his job. The bathroom attendant was so sweet and friendly, too. Atmosphere. Great for dancing. Even if you don't understand slash listen to Spanish music. It's a vibe, and you'll love it. Great for all ages, and... Love that I could sit and chill with a drink while my friends got up to dance. End quote. Okay, I'm in a silly mood here, but honestly, it sounds amazing if you're cool. I wouldn't fit in there at all, and would probably ask them to turn down the music because it's giving me a headache. Heck, let's do one more review. A negative one, just to balance things out. Debbie, one star, two months ago. Quote, Rip off scam alert! We were scammed by our waiter in a pre-planned sting. We had just arrived in Miami and ate lunch there on March the 6th, 2022. The waiters used little handheld computers. When my husband asked for the check, the waiter did not hand him a check, but showed him an amount on the little handheld screen. My husband thought it was very high, but handed over his credit card anyways. I was present, but unaware of what was going on in detail. The waiter scanned the credit card then did not give us a receipt explaining his little computer was out of paper and would we like him to go inside and print a copy. I said, it's okay, we trust you. Later, my husband said, lunch cost us $160. I said, what? You've been scammed. At minimum, the waiter hid the 18% tip, which we learned later that same day, all the beachy Miami restaurants add to the bills as a tip. Then my husband, being a generous guy, tipped $30 on top of that. Plus, even without the 18%, I think there was other padding in getting our modest lunch bill up to $30. Beware of this scam. End quote. Yeah, lady, I'm not sure if this was a scam, 
but I've seen other people complaining about the prices. One lady said her and her crew were all charged a $30 cover to get in. Others said that they had a 20% mandatory tip to your bill. So at the very least, the waiter should have informed the guy who gave a $30 tip that it was already included in his bill. Regardless, this place sounds like a good time. But be prepared to loosen those purse strings, because a good time may cost you a small fortune, especially as those drinks start flowing. Speaking of flowing drinks, let's get back to businessman Ramon, who's having a fabulous time. He ain't worried about the bill. Business is good. I'm not sure what type of business he's in, but businessman always sounds super successful. I guess this podcast is a business. From now on, when people ask me what I do, I'm just going to tell them I'm a businessman. Anyways, Ramon has been chatting up some ladies, but for the past little while, he's been laser-focused on one lady in particular, Miss Delahuria Brookins. I'll refer to her as Del, because her name is long, and I'm probably not pronouncing it correctly. And this 29-year-old is a real firecracker. And she is definitely not what you'd describe as the girl next door. Not a lady you want to take home to mama. She's oozing sexuality has wild, frizzy hair, a large piercing protruding from her bottom lip, and she's also wearing a jean jacket vest type thing. Very 80s, very chic. Now, I'm not judging, but Dell has previous convictions for prostitution and resisting an officer. She also has an interesting tattoo. When you get a tatty, I'm of the belief that it should be something meaningful. And Dell seems to be on the same wavelength as she got the word whore tattooed on her left forearm. Spicy. After some dancing and chatting, Ramon asks Del if she'd like to take the party over to his hotel. Del agrees, and they go back to his room at the Clarion Inn and Suites to have more drinks. Ramon was staying in room 715, in case you were curious and want to stay there sometime. Yes, Del is a lady of the evening, or at least was in her past. Ramon and Del claim that this wasn't a business transaction, though. You know, they're just a couple people enjoying each other's company. I'm not sure if that's true. It doesn't really matter. If sex were on the table, or the bed, or the floor, that doesn't necessarily mean Ramon paid for it, is all I'm saying. They're both decent-looking people and out on the town, vibing at a sweet nightclub. These things happen. Heck, even I've gotten laid in a couple of these type of situations back in my younger days. Back to room 715. The drinks are flowing. And Ramon goes to the washroom to drain the lizard. Empty the old bladder. This happens when you're consuming large amounts of alcohol, especially beer. After likely giving himself a pep talk in the mirror, You can do this, Ramon. This chick is DTF. It says whore on her arm for crying out loud. You got this, man. Let's go seal the deal. Ramon comes back out, and something catches his attention. Or something doesn't catch his attention might be a better way to describe it. There was a Crown Royal bag on the table, which contained five high-luxury watches in it that was now missing in action. Maybe Ramon was in the watch-selling business, or just enjoyed these fine timepieces. Who needs five watches, though? Who needs a watch at all? Don't most people just look at their cell phones these days? They are worn more for fashion, I would say, than anything else. These watches were not Timexes either. In fact... The five of them combined were worth a cool $108,000. The Rolex Daytona Platinum, the Rolex Day Date with Diamond Bazel, Rolex Date Just with Rainbow Bazel and a black band, 
and the Rolex day date with Rainbow Bazel. <laughs> Gold, to name a few. What the hell is a Bazel? Probably not even saying that right. The Rolex day date. I've never heard of it, but got this description from Rolex.com. Worn by presidents, leaders, and visionaries across the world. Represents the ultimate in refinement and comfort. Certified precision. Timeless style. Wide range. Unparalleled prestige. Types. Yellow gold watches. Pink gold watches. White gold watches. Ooh la la. Obviously this upsets Ramon and he confronts Dell about it. Instead of getting offended and denying his accusations, Del bolts out the door of the apartment, all but confessing her guilt. Ramon gives chase. He sees Del book it down the stairwell. She fast. He instead decides to take the elevator down to the main lobby. When he goes out to the parking lot, there's no sign of her. She gone. Not willing to give up just yet, Ramon hops in his vehicle and slowly cruises around the block to try to find this thief and locate those priceless watches in the process. Ramon's successful in all, but he has 108,000 reasons to try and catch Dell. He ain't giving up that kind of scratch without at least putting up a fight. As luck would have it, he actually spots her on the corner of Hugh Frank and Fairway Drive, and she's talking to a cab driver trying to negotiate a ride. Ramon gets out of his car and approaches Dell, telling her to give back his property. If there was even a sliver of doubt that maybe she just got scared and ran away when he accused her of grabbing his shit, that is all erased when he sees the Crown Royal bag hanging out of her purse. He grabs the bag off of her and a tussle ensues. Dell doesn't give it up that easy. Well, not the bag of watches anyway. They are in a full-blown tug-of-war here. That is until Dell smokes Ramon in the head with an unknown object. He falls to the ground, dazed and confused, as she takes off with the merch on foot. There's a photo of Ramon taken for evidence, I guess, and he has a small cut on the side of his forehead. And there's some blood. The quick-thinking cabbie comes to Ramon's aid. He's holding him like a newborn baby on the side of the road, telling him everything's going to be okay as Dell flees the scene. Well, maybe not. That's just how I picture it going down in my head. The cabbie does whip out his cell phone, calling 911 and letting police know that Dell headed back in the direction of the Clarion Inn Hotel. And this little tidbit of info proves valuable as police spot Dell quite quickly in the back alley between the hotel and the Tally Ho Taylor's business. Police tell Dell to drop the purse. She does so and they cuff her and read her her Miranda rights. Not the first time and probably not the last time she'll be told she has the right to remain silent. Police find a Ziploc baggie in her purse containing a white powdery substance consistent with cocaine. One hell of a drug. And of course they also find the infamous Crown Royal bag containing the five watches. Oh no, sorry. Containing one watch. A hub lot worth an estimated $22,000. Where are the other watches? asked the officer. A uh, fired-up and frisky Dell waves her right to remain silent and starts screaming at the officer, telling him, quote, Fuck off, I'm drunk. Classy lady. When Dell was placed in the squad car to be chauffeured to the local jail, she became even more belligerent. She repeatedly smashed her forehead on the partition and was kicking at the back windows. They took her out of the vehicle to try and get things under control. 
Even then, she started spitting and kicking at them. Once they finally got her into a holding cell to be processed and all that, Del pissed herself while she sat on the prisoner bench. Not exactly her finest hour. It gets worse, folks. Now this is crazy. Finally, it's Del's time to get booked, and a female jailer performs a strip search on her. She's been acting quite sketchy and irritable this whole time. Quite the nuisance. And we're about to find out why. The four missing watches are found in her vaginal cavity. Ugh. I don't even have a vagina, and this is making me quiver in my nether regions. Yep, you heard it right here, folks. Dell stuffed four watches up in there. She must be part kangaroo. She has a rather large pouch. The watches weren't even in a bag or anything. And I've seen pictures. And you can actually see some blood on them. Which makes sense, I guess. Doesn't make it any easier to look at, though. Damn, that must have been painful. Couldn't she have just hid them in a dumpster or buried them in the dirt somewhere? Dell was charged with grand theft, possession of cocaine, and introducing contraband into a correctional facility. Sounds like Dell is screwed. This would appear to be an open and shut case. An easy conviction, right? Wrong! In June of 2019, it was reported that the felony charges against Dell were dropped. See, our boy Ramon had a change of heart. I guess after sobering up, he realized he wanted no part of all this courtroom drama. He doesn't like dealing with cops. If you'll remember, it wasn't even him who called the police in the first place. It was the concerned cabbie. He was trying to handle things himself. Due to a lack of communication and cooperation from our guy, he didn't respond to numerous phone calls, letters in the mail, or subpoenas. The prosecution was forced to drop it, and the charges were dismissed, and Dell lives on to fight another day. Good for her. I got most of the fantastic info for this story from police reports obtained by the smoking gun which I am falling in love with as a source of info. They are a fantastic source for these strange petty crimes. But we can't forget the Daily Mail. Their article was shared 58,000 times. Only 13 comments in that comment section, though. The Daily Mail headline read, She's doing time. I like it. Scottishwatches.co.uk also printed an article with the witty headline, Woman snatches four Rolex watches. Anywho... Let's head to the Daily Mail comment section, which is a little lackluster, but whatever, we'll read it anyways. Mr. T from London said, Time caught up with her. <laughs> TXJF at a Houston goes, What in the world? How do you even cram four Rolex watches up there? Sounds painful. Yeah, it sure does. Dell is a woman of many talents. A modern day Houdini, I suppose. And lastly, we got Carl09 at Liverpool. And he says, This is one of the reasons why I won't buy stolen goods. Never know where they've been. Indeed. Only one of those watches was returned to Ramo, the one the police found at the scene. The only one that wasn't in Dell's Vag. The others, unfortunately, for the successful businessman, uh, he didn't provide proof that they actually belonged to him so they remained in police custody for a spell. At this point, who knows where they ended up? I like to think some dude is strutting around right now with one of those fine pieces of jewelry on his wrist, having a chuckle, bragging to his buddies about the expensive timepiece, and secretly wondering how he got so lucky to snatch that watch at such a decent price. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 67, Vaginal Vixen. I hope you enjoyed muff diving into these stories as much as I did. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for providing that sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. You know what time it is. Listener confession time, baby. So let's get criminal, criminal. I wanna get criminal. Da, 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 da. This is a confession coming out of Sweden that I got about seven months ago, going way back, from a fellow named Han. So here goes. Hey there. Greetings from Sweden. I'll write this story from my teen years. Before I join my fellow Swedes in our seasonal introverted winter depression and don't talk to anyone. Like I said, this was written seven months ago, so it was just before the winter season started. Anywho, growing up in a small town in the middle of the forest, I never felt I fitted in with the farming life, nor rockabilly style that is strongly presented on the countryside in Sweden. Instead, I went the totally opposite direction in my teen years and became hugely devoted to Dungeons and Dragons and medieval LARPing. It didn't take long before my father, who works with youth in the local church, got hooked as well. And together we sat at home discussing old patterns of Viking cloaks and what is the easiest way to get moose hides for shields. Soon big parts of the church youth got involved too, and we had created a small community of pure nerds. And that's when it happened. My dad had the brilliant idea to create a bunch of medieval smoking pipes and to sell them to the teenagers in said community. And I joined in. Of course, we didn't tobacco. That would be insane. Instead, we had the brilliant idea to sell them with a bag of dried herbs that was used by Vikings to keep pesky mosquitoes away. Done and done. They were built and sold in a couple of hours, and everyone went on their merry little way. Two days later, the police called my dad. So... We found these kids outside the station smoking pipes filled with green dried up leaves. They said they bought this from the pastor at the church and his son. Is that you? 
A bit startled, my dad confesses that yes, it's him, but it's totally fine. It's just these old Norse herbs. Nothing dangerous. The police very firmly answered him. Yes, we know what herb it is. But you do realize that this herb has quite a punch of hallucinogenic capacities as well, right? We did not. We quickly recalled all pipes and small bags of herbs and promised the police not to sell any more drugs to the Christian youth groups. Anyway, thanks for an amazing podcast that is just as good with or without happy herbs in your lungs. All the best, Han. Thank you, my friend. Great story. You painted a fantastic picture. I actually felt like I was there smoking herbs with my fellow Christian youth group buddies. Playing some D&D. Love it, man. Even though he wasn't trying to get all the kids high, your dad sounds like a pretty cool guy. Thanks for sharing, Han. Han? Han? It's spelled H-A-N. Han just feels right, but sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. No disrespect intended. If you live somewhere interesting like Sweden here, or Japan, or Kuwait, the podcast is actually number 214 in Kuwait right now in the true crime category. So I know at least a couple of people are listening over there. Please hit me up. Share a story from your youth. We'd all be interested in hearing it. Excuse me, that's illegal. At gmail.com. Link in show notes. I'll induct more members into the Neighborhood Watch next episode. If you want to join Patreon or give a little gas money for the minivan, these gas prices are sky high right now. You can do so by donating to the PayPal. Patreon, PayPal, all that nonsense can be located in the show notes. All right, before we get out of here, I have a promo to play for you from a true crime pod called Apple for the Teacher, hosted by Anna from Australia. She has a beautiful voice. Nice lady. She's actually a teacher telling stories of criminal happenings at schools. Not just school shootings, though. A variety of other stuff. It's a really unique take. And I like podcasts that take a different approach and discuss crimes you don't hear everywhere else. And this is definitely one of them. So give her a shot if you're looking for another true crime pod to binge. Anna will tell you all about her kick-ass podcast in a moment. As for myself, I'll meet you back here in 10 days to serve you up another hearty helping of soft coarse gum baggery. Peace. All right, take it away, Anna. Anna Thomas, and let me tell you about my podcast, Apple for the Teacher. It sure sounds like it's about reading, writing and arithmetic, but don't let the title fool you. I'm a teacher from Australia and tell true crime stories associated with schools, which go far beyond shootings and teacher sexual misconduct. If you're like me, you may feel that you know enough about some high-profile cases, such as Ted Bundy and the Zodiac Killer. Apple for the Teacher presents lesser-known stories, such as Albino student murder in Africa, schoolgirl sexual slavery in Libya, a school suicide bombing in Pakistan, a student murdered and buried in his school in India, a teacher beheaded in France, Polish teachers executed by the Nazis, 
just to name a few. But you'll also find school-based tragedies such as a school bus stranded in a snowstorm, a school wiped out by a landslide, the drowning of students in a sinking ship. It can be described as a mixed bag of diverse stories. So if you're looking for something a little different in the true crime genre, then give it a listen. And I hope you can join me soon. But until then, remember to be a good apple. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.